Welcome back to High Fidelity Top 5, the weekly podcast where we analyze and discuss the movie High Fidelity, five minutes at a time. I'm Candice LaSalle. I'm Chris LaSalle. I'm Kathy Stoker. And I'm David Stoker. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. So this is episode seven, minutes 31 to 35. So I don't know how far into it we are. 31 minutes. (laughs) 31 minutes in. <laughs> We're seven uh, episodes in. Seven episodes in. So uh, it starts with Lewis lecturing the championship vinyl guys on their elitism. And it ends with Laura entering Rob's top five breakup lists. Or breakup oh, lists. With a bullet. With a bullet. Poor Rob. Poor Rob. Go, Laura. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whose side I'm on. Did everyone like these minutes? My first, um, no- my first note is, why is Lewis holding the record like that? <laughs> oh, oh where he's, he's sort of like, he's, he's sort of like he, the way I would hold it. He's got it by like the the flimsiest little right, corner, right. and he's like waving at them from the corner. I'm like you're gonna wreck the cover, the sleeve. You might snap the record. I don't know how far in he's. It's just <laughs> bugging me. Yeah. Well, he's maybe. I mean, he's not as snobby as the other guy so he obviously Lewis isn't an care. aficionado right he is, he? he is or he isn't he is not He's i don't not. think no. no yes i agree <clears throat> i'm surprised that the guy uh, the guys don't like turn on him like what are you doing I agree. and totally interrupt him <laughs> and like stop holding it like that but right. yeah that's well, they all just sold it to him they had to know he wasn't going to take care of it <laughs> i mean they know the guy they're all friends right that's, yeah i suppose So this goes back to a question I posed at the beginning when we find out a championship vinyl. Like, Barry had this behind the counter, and I'm assuming it's Barry's album. So the question I had originally was, do they sell their own stuff there, and is Rob bringing in his own material? Like, we see him unboxing, like, a bunch of records before. Mm -hmm. So I'm just – I'm curious. What is this? Like, Barry and Dick bring in their own stuff and can sell it on the side, and Rob's okay with that? I have, well, I think... Or do the proceeds go to the store and Barry gets a kick? Oh, I don't know. I think this particular album, he just keeps behind the counter because he knows that guy is going to be back every single week looking for it. And so I think he's just being a dick. (laughs) Sorry. Dick is the other employee. Oh, right, right. He's being being a Barry. Yeah, <laughs> but so so that's my reasoning for this particular album. But to let to visit your question, but I, I don't know. I still think it's it's not their personal collections. It's just the rarity stuff. Like yeah. Dave, mm. you know, you go to a comic book store and you've got all the cool issues. They're not in oh, boxes. Right, yeah. They're hanging on the wall. They're behind the shelf or you know under glass. It's the stuff you're not allowed to touch. You're just allowed to drool over. Um, so I, I just assumed it was like that. The rare albums they've got tucked away uh, so grubby hands can't, you know, right. wreck the corner like, of the... <laughs> well, I don't I think would you sell your personal... Episode, Barry was kind of like, he's like, I'm not... He says specifically, I'm not selling it this week. So I, that's why I kind of wonder, like, is it Barry's personal album? Hmm. I don't think so. Because I, feel like, because I feel like Rob would be like, that's the store's album. You can't, hmm. you can't do that. Oh no! I t- I took that as Barry is you know considers himself like a partner in the store, <laughs> even though he's completely incorrect, right? He's just an employee. Uh, I I see him as taking you know uh, ownership for things. Oh yeah, this is you know we're not going to sell that. This is our business strategy, or you know what I mean? Right. All that kind of stuff. Just like it goes to their elitism that they're not going to sell it to just well, I guess. But then that guy he's looking for that album, so he knows. It's- but he's not a geek, right? Barry does say. Oh. You're not a geek, mm. which I find I weird. Would That's you guys weird. sell your personal collection, though? I don't know. No. So, well, I'm not a. I don't work for a record store. Yeah, but I mean, okay, I let's guess, think of your personal of, like, collection all the of comic whatever. books I have. If I was yeah. working at a comic book store, would I sell my personal stuff? Probably not. Right. Yeah. Unless your kid's got to go to college, right? I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to sell this one because I can get a hundred thousand for it. But oh. you have sold some of your comic books before. I have. <gasps> what? <laughs> you have? Why? money you had dupes um, no just not collecting them it? anymore okay. and just wasn't interested in keeping them around mm, okay wow too much hassle i uh i have sold in the past sold cds 
Like, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. And I sold them, like, you know, just... just Is that where get... my Nelson CD went? No, so, <laughs> uh, no Ooh, I would not Chris. sell your stuff. No, I, know, um, I was joking. I was but saying. I have actually, uh, at some point in time, I actually went back and rebought the ones that I got rid of. Because <laughs> I'm like, going back to our last episode, if I was going to you know, build my autobiography of all the music I bought, there are the albums that I've you know purchased, like, all right, well... As embarrassing as that was, or like I hate that album now, it was when I bought it, I liked it, and mm -hmm. so I actually went back and I've there's still probably a couple floating around that I probably still have to rebuy, but um, anyway, yeah, I think I've been witness to that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, really? You got rid of it for a reason. <laughs> um. So that scene too, we were. I was noticing that I, I wasn't sure when I, when um, they're talking to Lewis and it, to me at first it looked like they, there were comic books on the front of the, the cash register or wherever they're sitting, but mm. with further inspection it was uh, magazines, which makes a little more music magazines, which makes right. a little more sense. <laughs> but I mean, I live with Chris and he likes music and he likes comic books, and so I'm like, oh, this is like. Chris it's the best. Dream. It's the best of both worlds. Right. Yeah, lucky you. I love this movie. So that was fun to look at. They, what was uh, one of them was Alternative Press. Yep. Magazine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a Rob Zombie on the cover. Marilyn Manson. Tori Amos. Yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. They were from late. I think they were all late nineties issues. Mm. Is what we found. I'm oddly fascinated by Marilyn Manson. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. Tell us more. Oh, I can. I can. Yeah. So, uh, Candace's twenty fifth birthday. Yeah. Um, you dressed I, up like Marilyn Manson. Uh, close. I, uh, Not quite. I, pro fun, I proposed to her on her twenty fifth anniversary and gave her birthday, the Marilyn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Birthday and gave her the Marilyn Manson like autobiography book. Yeah, which I actually read. I read a nonfiction book. There you go, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a fun fact. Very disturbing. <laughs> shocking. Yeah. Where is he now, Marilyn Manson? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Look him up. I don't know. No one's that interested. He's probably <laughs> working at Target. Oh. We would just never know it. Oh, yeah. You look familiar. Do yeah. I know you? Right. No, he puts a makeup on John. and uh, stick a contact lens in one of your eyes. and Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought one of the magazines was Wired Magazine, mm. but... It's not. It's the, the wire. The wire. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Was wired. Yeah. And I was like, that'd be not choice to have there. Again, though, I for me, I think Chris had a subscription to Wired magazine. So once again, like, well, that would make sense. It was like Chris's world in this picture. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I could have been in the movie. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, All right. So... so then he goes into the office, right, Rob? Yep. Right to call. Um, the Liz. Liz. I'm like, call Joe. Right. Oh. <laughs> it's sister. <laughs> I know, I keep thinking, like, well, I'm not viewing her yet as their friend. I'm still viewing her. We don't really know who she is. She could yeah, be I a guess, sister. I guess she know, could right? be. Yeah. That's right. true. Right? Right. Um, Thoughts on the conversation? Yeah, I'm not really trying to take sides, but uh, I don't <laughs> think I don't think too much of this Ian guy. Oh, <sighs> drops the bomb. Yeah, I think that's, that's really crazy. all, right? Because the, the rest of it is just a repeat of the message she left on his right, yeah. machine. Right. It is. I felt like she was holding back, though. Like as I was listening to her, I'm like I felt like she maybe she is. Then You're... she says the Ian thing, yeah. so maybe she is yeah. kind of holding back. And then um, Ian, yeah. Oh, poor <laughs> Rob. I mean, this obviously sets him off big time. Well, he doesn't even get a chance to react because Dick rolls in yeah. and says, and says, uh, so she's like, oh, she right, drops right. the bomb and Dick comes in and goes, uh, Marita Sal is in the, uh, is in the record store. Right, right. And I'm like, what is he supposed to do at that point? I mean, right. he's like, got to get he, like, he fumbles and... <laughs> and they're playing her song. Which, yeah, we probably should turn our music off then, like, all mortifying for these guys. I like, think it's adorable. I thought it was, too. Yeah. Well, she even, she even tells them, she's like, you should turn, turn it, up. it up. And I feel like that's such a PR thing. Like, you should turn that up. Well, don't you think she was flirting or bantering with him at that point? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if bantering of... was the right word. It's... Oh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but she was just humoring him, maybe. Yeah. Right. Like, you should turn that up. Oh, I, I think 
Go ahead. I think she was trying to give him an out from the totally mortifying moment that they're having. Right. Yeah, just, I thought she was nice about it. I thought that was yeah. just turn it up. I mean, promote me. I mean, that's isn't that what any artist wants? You walk into sure. a record store and they're playing yeah. your music? That's like Sure. I mean, that's amazing. But I'm sure for but I'm sure for the the music snobs, they're like, "Oh my god, we're playing her album." That's like um the movie PCU where um Jeremy Piven talks to gutter and he says you're not going to be that guy who wears the band's uh t-shirt to the band's concert like you're not going to be that guy and you're just going to buy one when you're at the concert right you're going to buy one there and i just feel like this is the same sort of scenario where they're playing his her music and he walks out still holding the liner sheet which i think (laughs) just doubles down on his his humiliation yeah no why does he let it go and just drop it (laughs) That would, have, that would have been funny. <laughs> I, I know. I All think right. he's so frazzled, though, because he just right. had the conversation, and yeah. then they had this interaction. No, you're right. You're right. I think, yeah, because, yeah, he's, I mean, all these things are getting thrown at him, and, um, yeah, I mean, right. he kind of handles himself kind of okay, but I want to go back, though, the whole wearing a T-shirt to a concert. <laughs> I put, isn't that what is that what you do? Yeah. You wear your oldest T-shirt or the oldest one, right? I've been a know, fan since this. Yeah, tour. you got to prove to. <laughs> now I will say I don't do that, but I tend to not buy. <laughs> I tend to not buy concert T-shirts, <laughs> but it's not because I think you shouldn't. I just don't buy concert T-shirts. I tend to be more of like a magnet person. I think yeah. that's one of my favorite things is when you go to a show and you kind of look around the crowd and you see what kind of concert t-shirts people are wearing. And you're like, whoa, that that's from an old tour or I've never seen that one before because it was probably like, you know, I saw them in Europe and so they had special t-shirts there. And, uh, right. I love, that's, I love concert t-shirts. Yeah. I don't know. And I'll wear them every time. Every time. Right now. You're, are you wearing one right now? Who's wearing one? I am not. No, he's not. Well, I guess that could be a good question for either now or later. But like, what's your favorite concert T-shirt ever? Ooh. Oh my God! Okay, okay I'm not, yeah, save I'm not it. sure about save that. Save it. We can save it. Save it. So, yeah. uh, of note, the the music that is playing right now. Uh, when he's, when it's he's, not her. It's not her. Wait, a, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, wait. Back that, back it up. Okay. But it's supposed to be her. Yeah, right. but it's supposed to be her. Uh, in real life. Uh, it is not her. <laughs> so they're using a song by Edith Frost called On Hold. We've <gasps> um, been from... duped. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was listening. I was listening and I had the whole thing cranked up. Like, you know, Rob's like yelling in my ear. I'm trying to hear the music. Like what, what song is she singing? Cause right. We've seen Marie DeSalle's album. We've heard her sing, uh, baby, I love your way. I'm like, what song is she singing there? And you know, right, because she had a few originals, right? Don't we think? There's a couple, yeah, the Patsy Cline times mm. two or whatever. And um, so digging it, but digging a little further, it's now it's uh, another artist uh, called Edith Fro- Edith Frost. The song's called On Hold. What wow, the that's, heck? That's super interesting. I yeah. would never, I would yeah. never have guessed they would have done that. Yeah. So that begs the question: Was this scene originally in it? Like, I mean, or was it poor uh, editing? Like, as far as like was. Did they add the scene or like the dialogue of her, you know, or, or that the music was playing or and they mm. forgot to take the switch the music or it's, it's also possible that they did not record her singing until later. So they didn't uh, have her music ready, maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's um, ridiculous. <laughs> I, I can't believe that. Sorry, or I'm maybe very it's in her contract. She can only sing once. I don't know. Right, only one song. They had to pay, they had to pay her money to, to record I more songs. <laughs> Wait, Lisa Bonet. I thought she had a real life album out. Did you really? I don't oh. think so. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't. Just, well, do you get, add that, Chris? Let's stick the interns on that one. I <laughs> did not. Uh, I will. I will find. I will find out. I feel like you might be right, Kathy. That sounds like familiar, and and I. I don't know, but. So yeah. Anyway, but that's interesting. I find that a really interesting fact. Oh, thank you. Good one, Chris. <laughs> nice job. Thanks. Gold sure. star. Gold star. She does not have any um, music credits, oh. but she does. She did do some music video directing. Mm, okay, uh, I, I know. I yeah, I, I don't know. 
And anyway. I, I do know she was, you know, she was like the, uh, wasn't she the inspiration for most of Lenny Kravitz's debut album of Rule? Mm-hmm. So they, yeah. were, they were dating at the time. Yeah, he has some good albums. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Tangent. Um, and so, and he's also, yeah, so holding her, is it liner notes or, yep. you know, or whatever, and... And then he stumbles, and oh, I turn it off, and then go do something else. Like, right. you know. Yeah, I'll be back. I gotta go do something. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, yeah. I gotta go freak out. Yeah, you're like, that's a sixteen-year-old line. Yeah. What, Ian guy? Oh. <laughs> right, because that's what doesn't it go right to that then? Yeah, he, he, he walks yeah. back and goes into the back right. back room, like not just the office, but he goes into like the back room. Totally clenching and, and visibly angry, like, and then shouts to us in this manic, wide-eyed, you know, what do you guy? Yeah, like, at first he's hearing of it, and, and oh, I, and wow. I, and I, after this, I love his uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, <laughs> breakdown of, like, she doesn't know anybody named Ian, she doesn't work with anybody named Ian, he's, like, he's, like, right. running through all this... Which is kind of interesting, like, you know, how many, you know, how many of us do we know the people in our lives, whatever, like he's running, he knows, like he's breaking down where she works and who she interacts with and right. he, he cannot find Ian in the list, which I think is, I, just, I don't know, I think it's fun. Well, now if this happened, you just go on their Facebook page. Is she friends with Ian? Yeah. Oh, good point, Candace. <laughs> right. You know? That's right. right. It's pre-Facebook. Yeah. Pre-Facebook. pre Yes. But the yeah. apartment, the apartment building, and he right, she, he sees the, the letter I. Right, well, he, all well, he, well, he walks by, and then he thinks about it for a second, and then he comes back, and he's like shuffling through, and he's like Ray to his, you know, he's like this guy I lived upstairs, and you know, he's Ray to his friends, I Raymond, and yes. then he figures it out, like puts it right. all together, right? Yeah. And so, then I had this moment. He's walking up the stairs. Are those the same stairs that Charlie's taking her shirt off walking up those stairs? Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, it might have been, mm. yep. Ah, so yeah. it was his apartment. So it was his apartment. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so there we go. All right, nice. Yeah. Nice Wait, connection. Charlie? This was back in... Isn't that her name, we were... Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Charlie Charlie oh, Nichols from... Oh, 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 you're right. Yeah. Right, good connection. Yeah. Very nice. So... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Raymond, the upstairs neighbor. Yeah, and the Raymond, music. Raymond, the upstairs neighbor. Yeah. Well, the music's playing dur- well, during his like Sherlock Holmes rant when he's yeah. in his panic and he's you know ah, and, uh, the song they're playing is, is called Hyena One. It's by a, a band Goldie. Um, and it's then, a great uh, song to play. Yeah, yeah, totally like frenetic and matches his <laughs> matches his mood right. perfectly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I know. I'm just pausing. I'm thinking. I'm like, how you. Yeah, I don't think I've felt a lot for him in this so far. And I think I've yep. maybe said some harsh things about him <laughs> so far. <laughs> and this is, I think, where it starts like, oh. Turning point. I feel for him. Like, oh, my God, he, there's another guy. And Well, it's not only another guy, but it's the guy who used to live upstairs. Yeah, and he didn't know. And, and now, like, is he wondering, like, was, and I don't, is he? She, was she cheating on him or did this happen after they broke up and and he mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't know anything and now i f- i feel for him because mm-hmm. i so i think so the the sex nightmare is like a perfect <sighs> oh god <laughs> it's the perfect uh, yeah if you're going to imagine the worst of everything right. Right, this is what you're going to picture oh yeah what is the line he says he says no one's having better sex than ian is right now in my in my dreams <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, 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 God, and it's Tim Robbins, right? Yeah. He plays uh, Ian. Yep. Yeah, yeah, his uh, hair. In all his, you know, I just I just found out recently that he, uh, when he agreed to be in the movie, he's like, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'd love to be in the movie, uh, but I want a wig. Uh, so Tim <laughs> Robbins requested that hair. He wanted to look like Steven Seagal. No, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that's awesome. what, <laughs> why did he want to look like Steven Seagal? He didn't say why. He just said that's what he wanted to look like. You think he was joking? Uh, it was Ew. hard to tell from the interview, but he, um, I mean, yeah, it was probably tongue in cheek. Uh, because <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, okay, 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 right, right. 
Oh, but the music's great. Yeah. So yeah, I love when so him and there's a flashback with him and Laura, and they're sort of they're sort of laughing, and she she makes the comment of uh, she's like I should be so lucky, and well they're listening uh, to and yeah they're listening to the sex going on upstairs, and they start laughing, but then he rolls over now. And he's like got his pillows up against his ears, and then uh, the the music comes in, which is absolutely fantastic, like perfect, uh, you know, Barry, <laughs> excuse me, Barry White song. Oh yeah, it's. Yeah. I, don't I don't know how I feel about this sexy. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know how you feel about it? I don't know. It's not like maybe like five percent sexy, and the rest of it's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the, the heart tattoo with Ian on it? I had to um, look at that a few times. I didn't see that. That's awesome. Because I'm like, what is that tattoo? Yeah. And I, I had to like pause it and look at her. <laughs> yeah, I will agree with you, Chris. Tattoo, like, but... <laughs> Tim Robbins is just being totally gross, like licking her. And, like, it, just, it just does not look sexy. It just looks gross. What a great introduction to a character, right? I know. <laughs> the first time we see him, he's like, yeah, licking her or something. Oh, God. Wait, what With, his, With his big, gross I mean, rings. and Like, take those rings off. Ew. Like, Oh, well, Rob, Rob does make a comment about the rings, though, because he's like, because as he's walking upstairs and he's like talking about Ray and he's like, he always used to wear these rings. Oh, He'd go, right. <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't take those off during sex. <laughs> What year did Shawshank Redemption come out? Because I loved Tim Tim Robbins and Shawshank Redemption, and I just get so does this um this is roast out from does this lower your standard of uh, your opinion of Tim Robbins? My my image of him. I don't know. Laura looks pretty happy. Why are we ragging on? I know. I know. I think this shows what a great actor Tim Robbins is. Is that he can he could he could play such a great character in Shawshank and then play such a loathsome character in this movie or what we appear what appears to be a loathsome character. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could be the nicest guy for all we know. Yeah, I mean, isn't he, he is, I mean, is he, well. He is a nice guy. Right. I just mean, like, right, I liked him better in Shawshank. <laughs> so he is doing a great job acting. And then seeing Rob, like, have, I don't know what you call it, a temper tantrum in his bed. Oh, God, he's just, like, trying to just get that get out of image head. out of his head. and Scratching yeah. his eyes out. Scratching his eyes out. I have to say, I thought it was adorable that he has polka dot sheets. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I just like, oh, so are those his sheets? Did he pick polka dot? His mom probably bought him polka dot sheets. Well, Laura could have. Laura. Oh, yeah, I guess he does have polka dot. I didn't notice that before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love polka yeah. dots, but I just think it's funny that a 30-year-old guy has polka dot sheets. But They're probably still from, you know, when he lived at home. And does probably. Laura have longer hair in the sex scene? Well, I think when we see her at other scenes, her hair is up a lot. Yeah. So oh, that must be it. Yeah. yeah. Shawshank Redemption came out in 1994. Just that's my fun fact. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Moving on. And so then he, he moves on from his dream. <laughs> We're all like, oh. I know, we don't really know what to say right now. It's I know, like, I know. Yeah, I know, it's a pretty intimate conversation. Yeah. I mean, How deep do we want to go in this conversation? Well, I guess the question too, though, so it seems like Rob really loves Laura or is this more of a jealousy because she was or is with someone else well, I think his his mind went to disturbing places like like Chris was saying before I think like is he cheating was he cheating and you know he lived right upstairs was there something going on before so his mind is going to disturbed places mm-hmm. like not rational so I think yeah he's just not but is that because he loves her um yeah perhaps I think, I think so I mean, yeah. I guess you'd have to assume that based on what we've seen so far. Like, I'm going to say, I'm going to assume they live together. They love each other. Maybe I'm old school, but yeah. I'm like, you're going to live together. You're going to love someone. Sure. Yes. Right. Or you sure. think you love that person yes. at the very yes. least yes. Yes. in that moment. I mean, for the most part, you make that decision. And as angry as he is, he's, mm-hmm. he loves her. And now, right. yeah, I mean, ew, you don't want to imagine that god yeah i don't i don't know if i you think you asked at the beginning that like i don't know if i feel bad for him yet you said you candace you said you felt bad and like well i think that 
Yeah, I did because you're finding out she's with someone else. That's that's and it's so you know it's I think you bring I don't know I'm gonna share like I feel like okay even if you're broken up with someone for like a year the first time you find out that person's with someone else I mean I don't know mm. I don't yeah. know yeah. it's hard yeah. and so sure. then this yeah. is pretty new yeah she yeah. just she and just, just like, moved out some stuff like that, that morning punch in the gut. You know, I don't, but you don't feel bad. Well, I don't feel bad. I, I feel like it's a little bit of crocodile tears, you know, like it's not quite because it looks like he's crying in this during this scene. He is he says crying. He, he, you know, he says it. Uh, he's talking about Jackie Alden, who was yeah. his number five, but he just put her in there just to keep Laura out of the top five. Right. And he looks like he's crying. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I buy it. So I, I, I would. I mean, this is almost the end of the five minutes, right? I, I should we see then? going forward from this moment on should we see that he is uh his attitude has changed about laura or are we actually going to kind of watch him go through the seven stages of grief or whatever it is five stages of grief <sighs> should watch I for that I don't, I don't know i just i'm feeling confused yeah. why i mean croc to me they look like crocodile tears because they don't look real <laughs> he's an actor <laughs> because he's an actor they but i don't feel like he made himself cry in that scene i feel like they used whatever they used to make people cry you know like he <laughs> yeah an and, onion squirted in there <laughs> well and we have kids i mean i've seen crocodile tears from you know like you got these big tears rolling off their yes. eyes and i think maybe they could have done a better job in that moment because mm. i think the tears don't look real mm. but oh that I mean, if you can just put yourself in his position of yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm oh, I, I am totally buying. Like, I feel totally sympathetic towards him. One, because she moved out, and obviously he didn't want her to leave. Second, he found out about Ian from someone else, hmm. not from Laura, right. from someone else, right. and but, he yeah. finds out that it's Ian who lived upstairs. Like, I feel like that just right. Just, right. Yeah. He deserves a little sympathy from us. I don't feel like he's. In this moment, total dirtbag. No, I agree. But Chris thinks I mean, even he though, is a Even though bag. he's done some dirtbaggy things, he just... Well, right, because again, I come back to, like, he's angry and seems like a cynical, jaded person who has, like Laura says, some growing up to do. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think he... You see all those things in him, and it's... I don't know. I, I think... I, I don't know where I'm going. I... I just. I'm happy to be in the minority here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and so I guess like when I said I felt bad for him was when he finds out about Ian. Yep. That's I'm like that was the first time I felt bad for him. Right. You know, I mean, he's imagining her with Ian. Mm. Yeah. You know, That's we all, imaginations like oh god and and like you said Dave finding out from another person that makes me think. Who else are you going to find out by from? Yeah. Yeah, Laura's not well, going to tell him. Laura's not going to tell him. I don't she know. She could have told him when she was there this morning. Right? Right. Oh, by the way, I'm going to Ian's house. I'm moving all this stuff to Ian's. Because we're doing Is it. she living at Ian's? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Me too. I feel bad. I do feel a little claustrophobic, though, looking at him all tangled in those sheets. Like, oh, God, I makes you feel like I can't breathe. I don't know. <laughs> so the last yeah. uh, uh, the last scene is now we've just got him kind of brooding at the counter. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's... he's got there's another song playing. There's a lot of songs in this uh, chunk of minutes. Yeah. Uh, this one's uh, Always See Your Face by Love. It's from uh, their album For Sale, 1969. Um, I don't know this that you'd bring, band. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the I don't know the band either. I just I mean the song the song is recognizable. I think this song actually made it to the it's on the soundtrack, the twelve or thirteen songs that made it to the actual film soundtrack. It's an interesting band name for sale mm -hmm. when we talk about band names. Oh, well is that the band name or album name? That's the oh. uh, that's the album. Oh that's the album, I'm sorry. For sale. Um, yeah, it's S A I L. 
Oh, so, a sailboat. Okay. I know nothing about boats, or so I don't know sail. if that's a uh, type a, of sailboat a, or, or yeah, some nautical term. Oh, right. oh, oh, yeah, right. it's a it's a foresail. Mm-hmm. You know, I, last year I had a three sail. This year I had a foresail. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, okay, upgraded. Upgraded. Mm-hmm. Is that a giant ashtray <laughs> on the counter? It is. <laughs> like it's gigantic. Yep. So they all just. I mean, who needs an ashtray that big? He's only, uh, well, I think he's he the only one that smokes. We don't see Barry or Dick smoke. Yeah, I don't see so Dick smoke. That means smoking. it's all him. Yeah. I see Barry drinking a lot. I don't see him smoking. Like if I was going to pick their vice. You see Barry drinking a lot. I don't know what Dick's mm. vice would be. Oh. Oh, yeah. I feel like his is gum or. I don't know. <laughs> Being a nerd. He likes yeah. winter green gum. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Gum, I love that, Kathy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like ashtrays are so, like, 1990s because people were still smoking cigarettes. I guess well, so. we did come out in 2000, or so. 2000, right. Yeah, it's just ginormous. I hate to clue you in, Kath, but uh, people still smoke today. No. <laughs> <laughs> just a little tip there. Thank you, David, at the time for the of reminder. This recording, at the time of this recording in 2020, people still smoke. Yes. But I think what, <laughs> what I think Kathy's point was inside. Uh, does anybody have a favorite ashtray? I have one in my head. That... A favorite ashtray? What? Oh my god! My grandparents had an ashtray. It was like a bean bag, and then on top was a little metal tray, so you oh, could like set it down. You could set it down anywhere, like on your kneecap. You know exactly what you're talking about. Usually it was like a plaid, a plaid bean no, bag. No, I don't have a favorite ashtray because both my parents smoked and I found it disgusting. Oh, okay. So I well, did not. Love no, no, any on. of their ashtrays. I need to. I need to fond clarify. memories of ashtrays over. This was not. This is not a. I'm not condoning smoking. I was just. We were talking about ashtrays. Like, well, there's all sorts of ashtrays. Those little flim. What about the little flimsy like aluminum foil ones at McDonald's? Like McDonald's, you could smoke at McDonald's when we were kids. So, in case you're wondering, our top five is favorite ashtrays by Chris LaSalle. Wait, how many more do I need? Oh I know, I, I know. Stop. I think that my, unfortunately, well, I know, now we're talking about our parents, but when my mom smoked too, that she had that same ashtray talking about, but there was, yeah, I can, I'm just not going to say anything more yeah. except I'm dying laughing. I, know. I mean, oh. I had a smoking, my father smoked, and yeah. I can't picture any ashtrays in the house, so maybe he didn't smoke in the house. I don't, I don't remember. I had, an uncle, I had an uncle who smoked a pipe, and he had his ashtray. It was like yeah. actually like a piece of furniture. It was like a yes. it was like a stand, and on top was a wooden it was a wooden stand, but the the bowl was metal, and it kind of rested inside the stand. And he put his pipes in there. So I feel like this this conversation that we're having for any listeners that are under the age of I don't know 40. 35, <laughs> 40 are gonna be like, what are you talking about? What is an ashtray? <laughs> Just like the phones that they're picking up. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody can figure out I was exposed to a lot of secondhand smoke as a child. <laughs> anyway. All yeah, right. Do we have anything, anything else for these five minutes? Any tips? Any uh, tidbits? Uh, oh, yeah. What? Me? I don't know. I thought I had a good one with her, the staircase. I thought that was pretty interesting. The, uh, uh, oh, the book? The book that they're... I don't know. I looked that up. I actually looked something up i yeah i know i don't know what You're compelled me podcasting thing, huh? i'm getting oh, into gosh. it i know that i couldn't tell what rob was reading when they were in bed together listening to ian have sex yeah. <clears throat> um the book that laura's reading is love thy neighbor a story of war by peter moss mm. Mm. and he was he's a journalist and he was covering the bosnian war i guess and that's the books about that or something. Which mm. I'm like, wow, oh. it sounded pretty heavy. Do you think they put? Do you think they use it though, just because she's about to love thy neighbor? <gasps> I didn't mm. even think about that. Yes, it's probably very uh-huh. smart. Probably in wow. the movie. Yeah, she's probably reading that book because of the topic. I could see her reading that book. Right. But in you know clever to be looking at it like oh the book's called love thy love neighbor, neighbor. i didn't even clue into that there was my research wow. no that was good Candace. make some connections there Candace. oh that was good <laughs> that's awesome i love that these are some good minutes i love that the music wasn't playing in the 
this record store by Marie DeSalle. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Love Thy Neighbor. Hmm, maybe there's more stuff we're missing. Oh, I need to dig deeper now. Do you want to go back and start over? We'll go back and start <laughs> over. Back to minute one. <laughs> All right. Anything else, you guys? No, I'm just looking forward to the next set of minutes. Mm. Do you think people are wondering what our top five list is for this week? <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I'm sure they are after the ashtray. Um, <laughs> was that our top five? <laughs> I was thinking more of the, you know, no, I know. intro to Tim Robbins, intro to Ian. Oh, <laughs> could we have had top five Tim Robbins movies? Sure. We know what Kathy's number one would be. Is right. it Shawshank Redemption? It is. I always want to say times. Turk 182, but that wasn't Tim Robbins. It was the other Tim actor. Tim, uh, was he a Bond person? Bond? No, no he was from oh. Taps. What? Which Tim am I th- thinking of? Taps. I don't. I, I don't know. But <laughs> Turk One Eighty Two was. Uh, um, Turk One Eighty Two. Oh, you never saw uh, Turk One Eighty Two? Was Timothy? Timothy Hutton. Hutton. Oh, Timothy, Timothy Hutton. Hutton. I always get Timothy Hutton yeah. and Tim Timothy Robbins confused. Right. Right. Not because they like look the same or anything. It's just their names. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> I am a terrible person. <laughs> Timothy, you were in that movie, right? You must get that all the time, Chris. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. So back to our top five. So top five. What are we doing for top five? Top Who five. came up with this one? It was top five sex positions, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. That will be in our bonus episodes. We'll come back around to that one. <laughs> I'm dying. Um, uh, no, we're doing top five uh, album covers. Yes. Who thought of this? Who thought Kristen, of that? Of course. Chris. How did well, you come up with that? Oh, because... So, well, so I, Chris, in your, in your iTunes, do you have a thing by album cover? Like, you, you usually have some sort of grouping, like cover songs or first. Do you have a grouping of great album covers? So when I went to go do my research for this, I went into my iTunes library and went into album cover view and just started flipping. But actually, no, there was for for me, I had a couple that popped immediately to my head uh, his uh, favorite albums, uh, album covers. But uh, should I go first since you're pointing the finger at me? Yeah, sure. go, go for first. it. OK, top five album covers in no particular order. Um, for, my first one is uh, Animals by Pink Floyd. Mm. Um it's just that this wow. it's the uh, I, I think it's an iconic album cover. I'm, yep. Maybe not. Uh, it's you know it's just, it's the uh, it's a Battersea power station in England, but there's this giant inflatable pig floating up above it. Um, but it's you know in the shot it looks super tiny, but you know that you know it's you know there's something about it that's just uh, uh, surreal, a little scary. Um, I don't know. It's always where do stood I know that album cover from? Was it in a movie somewhere? It was. They did a, there was like an homage to it in um, Children of Men. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So yes. some guy t- right. took over. He started, he okay. moved into Battersea Power right. Station, okay. made it his home, and he had a pig f- blimp floating above it, which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was from 1977. Uh, the next one was uh, Queen News of the World, also from 1977. Mm. Uh, this oh. is the one with the robot kind of, uh, he's, he's holding on to. Um, he's got the band members in his, it's a giant robot. The band members are in his hands. They're all dead. Ah. It creeped ah. me out. Um, it's just, it's to this day when I look at it, I always get this, you know, I must've seen it when I was a kid. It would have been like six or seven mm-hmm. years old. And it's just a scary album cover. And you open mm-hmm. it up, uh, you open up the record and inside the robots breaking through like the ceiling of a stadium, uh, and terrifying all the people in the stadium. And anyway, uh, oh, I'm looking them up as you say it. I need visuals. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> I know. <so. laughs> I'm, I'm uh, on fire today. The next one is uh, Peter Gabriel 3, which is also known as the Melt album. Peter, oh. He didn't name any of his albums until later on, and so this one is just him, a picture of him. Uh, looks like his face is melting, and it was done with, like, they used Polaroids, and they were messing with the Polaroid pigment before it... Uh, uh, developed and we developed. mess it all up. Um, interesting that that, was, that album was that album covers done by Storm Thorgerson, who also did Pink Floyd albums, oh. Uh, oh, uh, Genesis, tons of different companies or different different artists. 
Um, I, I don't know if it's Live Between Us or Live Between Us. It's the Tragically Hips live album is amazing. Oh. There's just something about it's a the it's just a picture of the lead singer, um, Gordon Dowdy. Um, and uh, his like shirt is like soaked through from just sweat. He was known for just his performances and um, so it's amazing. Uh, and then my last one was um, uh, Standing on the Beach by The Cure, which is this photograph of this old man looking into the camera on the beach and something about it's always struck me as uh yeah just clicked for me yeah yeah anyway i have to go look this up yeah so i had five with like 10 honorable mentions but uh so i'll just stop stop there (laughs) 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 who's next dave Dave, do you want to go next i'm sure i can go i can go next uh two of the ones that chris mentioned which was the peter peter gabriel one and the pink floyd one they're not on my list, but those were two that I had considered because I, I do agree with Chris. They're just they're fantastic oh, cool. covers. Cool. So uh, I will start off with a Pink Floyd cover, and it's Dark Side of the Moon because I think it's just classic in its simplicity with the light and refracting through the prism. So I, I just think it's just a, such a great, um, a great album cover. Yeah. Um, the second one is uh, from the group Chicago, and it's the one where – they're all sort of painting the logo Chicago, and they're all on the um, like the painter scaffolding thing, yep. and they're sort of falling off and hanging on. And it's from Chicago Nine, Chicago's greatest hits. Cool. Um, I don't know why I like this one, but I always come back to this album cover, and it's uh, Prince and the Revolution, uh, Purple Rain. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just think it's such a you know from the typeface of the you know the the, the the album cover to just him on the motorcycle, the purple and the smoke, and I just think it looks. Uh, I just think it looks fantastic. Um, my uh, next one is from uh, Owl City, and it's called the Midsummer Station. And it's a painting of a tree up on the land, but below it is like housing. And it's 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 you have to see it in order to, to understand it, uh, to, to understand what I'm saying. But there's a whale and ocean, and it's just a amazing abstract painting. Like it's just I love the I love the artwork. Cool. cool. Um, and the last one, um, which I find interesting, uh, a little I'll have a little tidbit here. It's the album. Uh, from Boston, it's the album Boston, um, and it's the one with the flying guitars. Yeah. Um, and apparently, the artist who created Paula Schur, I think is her name, she actually hates the album. She does not like talking about it. Um, this was back when she was, I think, I don't know if it was she was starting out or, or whatever, but she was handed this this project and th- she thought it was idiotic and you know the band wanted <laughs> oh my gosh. the band wanted something futuristic and you know that showed technology and she was like and it went on to be like one of the most iconic visuals <laughs> yeah wow. that, that one's amazing so yeah that's so interesting that she doesn't that's like fun. it yeah. so we're gonna have to figure out we'll like we'll have to pick like a song off each one of these albums to put oh. on our spotify oh, playlist fun. so people okay. can see them yeah great idea yeah. yeah i wasn't sure i was like oh we can just put all the albums in a but yeah that's a lot yeah 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 dave who do you nominate to go next uh i will nominate candace me okay well wow. <laughs> <laughs> i'm listening to both of you and your choices and they're very artistic and i don't know I mean, I guess maybe all album covers are considered artistic in their own way, right? Sure. Mm. Um, But mine, all, I think they all have a common theme. Let's see if you can figure it out. Okay. Are they they all by Blue Blue Rodeo, Duster, or Naked Ladies? Try not to do that. I was going to say, do they all have birds on them? Oh, that would have been a great idea, but I don't know how, I, I, I don't know, I... Again, I find these these challenges challenging. It's just, um, I don't know. I guess I realized I don't pay much attention to an album cover. I, um, I Unlike like a book, you go to the bookstore and you, you see a, a, the book jacket and you're like, oh, I'm drawn, you know, drawn to a book mm. just for the cover. I don't know. I'm not like that with albums, I guess. I mean, when I was younger and I would buy records and album i i buy the record not the tape i think we maybe discussed that because i like the big pictures mm. it wasn't necessarily because i liked the picture on it it was just i liked a bigger picture i mean it's such a big difference between like a cassette tape and an album <laughs> right. so anyway 
So I just learned that I don't really pay much attention to an album cover. So I kind of went back and just tried to think of some of the albums that I did have that I looked at and I um, enjoyed. And the, my first one was Whitney Houston and her album, Whitney. And mm. it's just a picture of her. And she looks super happy. And she has this gorgeous smile. And I just remember, and I loved all the music on. I listened to that album so much. Yep. And I just thought she was so pretty. <laughs> I just mm. remember yes. like looking at her. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And I can so relate. Yeah. I just, so just the visual of her. And she was just, she just, she's glowing. She's this, I mean, she, so that was my first one. Um, second one, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Blue Light, Red Light. Oh. Um, That's a good one. And it's just him, and it's, it's just the whole album cover is just blue, like a blue hue, and him sitting there. And I listened to that album a ton. I mean, it came out in 1991. I don't know if I listened to it then more. I mean, I have visuals. I don't know. I just I know I listened to that one a lot, and it reminded me, like, I need to go back and listen to that one again because I love that album. And, and again, he... Uh, I enjoyed looking at him. So I guess, so uh-huh. no, two, two people I enjoyed <laughs> looking at. Um, um, so my third choice um, is Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, that was 1995. And uh, it's just kind of, I mean, it has her face and I just, the colors and just looking at it reminded me like, again, an album that I listened to all the time. Like, even though I guess I think in one of our episodes we actually talked about it and I got, I think I said, oh, that song's not on that album. But yes, it was. So <laughs> even though I listen to it all the time, I don't know what songs are on it. Um, fourth one, uh, Madonna, Ray of Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a picture of her. And God, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's dewy <laughs> and her hair is all curly. And I mean, I, I, I like Madonna. I'm not her biggest fan. I just, it's... I'm not really sure why. I think maybe if I listened to her more. I mean, I listened to her music when I was, when she, you know, all her stuff. But that album cover, God, I could just look at her. That's my favorite album of hers. And, I mean, musically, it's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, that album mm. cover is also yeah, and that, amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, so, um, and then my last one uh, is uh, Nate Roos, uh, Grand Romantic. And um, it's also a picture of him. But I didn't realize when I was looking into it, I love, it's, there's, it's, uh, I just find this cover just beautiful. I love everything about it, the colors and him. And um, I didn't realize it was a painting though. <laughs> I mean, cause it's on a little CD. And so when I was looking into it, it's actually a painting. It was oh, cool. so, um, but yeah, so I realized I like the pictures of my <laughs> artists on my album covers. I like to look at pretty people apparently. So I am shallow. <laughs> <laughs> So those are mine. Oh, anyway. So Kathy, you're up. Yeah, I love. uh, Yeah, I love that because one of my albums I picked up for the same reason that you've been picking yours, Candice. But I wanted to say, like, I I feel like I shortchanged myself and that I didn't do a whole lot of research around the album covers, and I wish I had done that. And I admire that the rest of you did some research. Um, And I did realize that wow, there's so much to going into those album covers that I guess I just ne- it never was on my radar to that extent. Um, so I just wanted mm-hmm. to preface that. So the one that I relate to is, so I picked Beyonce's album that I believe is called Beyonce for that same reason. She's on it and she's gorgeous. Right. And right. she's got like this sort of chain um sparkly diamondy shirt on and um anything with sparkles yes yeah exactly exactly and so um yeah i just really yeah she just is beautiful on it and i love her song oh you know it's the album the album's actually called dangerously in love and yeah she's just beautiful she's striking this really like geometric beautiful pose and I love the song crazy in love on the album and I think that that's how I picked some of these as I was thinking about the song on Mm. it that I liked and oh yeah I liked that too um but then I so then I moved away from the person who was on it necessarily to like Rick Springfield's working class dog (laughs) (laughs) 
which that's classic. I just thought it was so interesting because it's got this dog on yeah, it. And he's yeah. got a shirt and tie on. And I just remember that was one of my first albums I ever bought. And I just thought it was so interesting and unique that he had this like dog. And it reminded me of like Spike the Budweiser dog or something. <laughs> or that Spud. Makes me think of the Target dog. Oh, yeah, the Target yeah. dog, yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yep. But you're probably right. Then, I think more of yeah, the Budweiser guy. Yeah. And then the other one I picked was um, Play Deep is the name of the album by The Outfield. Okay. And that was a 80s band um, and it was a very artistic um, abstract cover okay. yep. so I really liked that and then what um, was the album? A Play Deep Play Deep yep um, and then I picked Rattle and Hum a U2 I love that one because you've got I believe it's Bono right on the cover and there's like a spotlight on him and he's playing his guitar and mm. I've seen you two in concert a couple times, and they just put on such mm. a great concert. And Bono's did you wear just... your T-shirt? <laughs> I I didn't. I don't know if I bought a T-shirt. Don't wear the T-shirt. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kathy. No, Keep going. no, no, no. And I, I just love you know Bono and his guitarist, The Edge, and it just yeah, I love that cover. And then lastly, oh, I picked Sports by Huey Lewis and ah, the News. Fun. And I awesome. love that because they look like they're playing billiards and like the whole band is in it. And that was also one of my first um, albums I had from Huey Lewis as well. I just think it's like a fun, yeah, you know, fun cover. Those so. are great choices, Kathy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. I wore that shirt. I've talked about that before. I had that shirt worn every day in like eighth grade. With your yeah. black jacket? What jacket did you wear it with? No, in, in middle school, it was the gray sweatshirt, oh. the yes, zipper yeah. with the hood. <laughs> Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, I I can't wait to go look them up. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that was fun. fun. Cool. Yeah. All right, yeah, so was. we'll we'll put we'll we'll create a Spotify playlist that features all these album covers and yes uh, and yep. yeah favorite song I guess your favorite yeah. song from the yeah. album and favorite song of the album. Oh, okay. Ooh, all right, favorite sure. song from the album. I'm not well, sure right. I mean, that. right? Shouldn't that? Or... Yeah, that's, that's what I did. I'm oh, glad, okay. I'm glad I didn't pick an album I hated. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I love this album cover, but man, the album stinks. Well, you'd have to pick your favorite song. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anything else for uh, for this week? I don't think where, so. Where can they find us on the interwebs there, Chris? Well, there is, uh, let's see, highfidelitytop5.com, which will get you everywhere that I'm about to rattle off. But we're also on social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at highfidelitymin and highfidelitytop5. Uh, and then you can check out the playlist on Spotify, uh, also highfidelitytop5 there. Um, I think highfidelitytop5 podcast, I Thank think. you. Thank you. Yes, you're right. Mm, highfidelitytop5 yes. podcast. I, well, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There actually, there's a lot of highfidelitytop5 out there on Spotify right. today. Um so yeah, and then uh, you should. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, uh, so head over to Facebook and join the High Fidelity Top Five Listener Lounge. Uh, you can uh, uh, we can chat about these minutes. We can chat about your favorite album covers or whatnot. Love to hear from you, and uh, we'll be we'll be back next week uh, talking about uh, minutes thirty six through forty of High Fidelity here at the High Fidelity Top Five. Bye now. See you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>